Hey everybody and welcome to the Wellness That Works podcast. Hi Lily. Hi Sam, I feel like um, it's a lovely day today. We've got lots of sun where we are, um, we're both smiling and we've got we a very are. exciting guest today. So this yeah. person has a lot of accolades. So what I was thinking of doing mm-hmm. is just kind of listing a few off and then seeing if our listeners know before we okay. uh, That's a good idea. into the mix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this person has won an Olympic silver medal, has become a world champion twice, and remains the 60 meter hurdle world record holder. They now have an amazing career on TV and you may have spotted them on Dancing on Ice before. So I think that's pretty pretty good list and hopefully we haven't missed anything off, but welcome Colin Jackson to the podcast. Hello. Oh, well, do you know one thing I've got to say that is going to give away another thing about me? Yeah. Is this Welsh accent? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also a Welshman and a proud Welshman. <laughs> proud Welshman. And actually, your voice is really distinctive. Mm. I would guess your voice, and we'll get into why. Because... Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I um, know, <laughs> not in a stalkery way. <laughs> but um, I definitely mm. would guess your voice. Um, and there are just a few accolades there from Lily because there are so many. Um, what what a, what a career you have had in athletics! Absolutely phenomenal. Do you know what I feel? And I generally mean this that I've been blessed. You know, I mean when I say I've been blessed, I've been blessed with the right parents who gave me an amazing genetics, right? To, yeah. allow, <laughs> to allow me to do the things that I can do. That's first of all. Second thing I said, I was blessed in in being brought up here in South Wales in Cardiff, and potentially the best hurdle coach in the world was about 40 minutes drive away from me. So oh, to have, right. you know, you need certain things to all come together, don't you, really, yeah. for, for it to work. And then I guess I having amazing training partners who were also idols for me when I was growing up, and uh, and they were already, you know, Great Britain internationals, been to Olympic Games. So I was rubbing shoulders with people that were inspiring me every single moment yeah. I was training. So I think when you, you, know, you kind of add all those combination of things, yeah. um, then you can, you know, get a little bit of performance out of it too. Yeah, See, I was gonna <laughs> ask you that, cause I had this feeling that, you know, so growing up in South Wales when you were younger, and was it South Wales? You said? Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, like, I was gonna ask how that was as a kid in yeah. athletics and yeah. you know, how you got involved in sport, etc. But I had this feeling in my head that you came to the big smoke, you know, down to London <laughs> to train, but you stayed, you trained and you got into your, your sports and your, your athletics in, in Wales. Yeah, I, I mean, do you know, this sounds really odd when I say this as well, but London really was never attractive as a sporting venue because mm. they didn't really have world-class sports facilities in London. And no. I know that sounds really odd to say, yeah. but they didn't have the same world-class facilities as, as we had on our doorstep here in, in, in Cardiff, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so sport is, is very much in the, you know, in, I guess, in the blood of, of Welsh people, of course, Rugby is rugby. always the yeah. highlight of it all. Um, Bryce too soft for rugby. I can't stand the cold. Um, I had to do things that happened in the summer. So I played cricket, uh, which was nice. a, a, a massive sport for me. Uh, and then, of course, athletics. So it was quite easy to mould um, myself, really, and to stay committed to, to something like the athletics because I say facilities were right on my doorstep. That's amazing. And I guess finding the right people, the right coach, you know, to motivate you, having parents there that inspired you. I know, Sam, you've got young boys, haven't you, that are really 
into their different sports. So where did it kind of cross where you were doing it for fun as a child and then wanting to do it in a more competitive way? Oh, Lily, do you know what? (laughs) You most probably gathered already. I mean, when we've only just started chatting with each other, I'm still pretty playful. And I don't think I've ever taken it serious. That is a true profession. (laughs) You're like, this is great. I'm modest. (laughs) There's a lot of hard work involved, Colin. Yeah, I think, but you know, when you take it back, um, when you're having fun with something, um, you're, you're willing to commit more time and effort to it. Yeah. And if you have a, a, a bit of talent in, in, in any particular field or you just truly un- have a strong drive and motivation, then you can achieve so much. So because I was having a good time, I had a lot of friends who were involved in athletics. Um, I was inspired by people um, that were around me. I had aspirations of, of being a champion. Um, I mean, and when we say aspirations of being a champion, I'm talking about a Welsh champion, first of all. There was no chance I ever thought I would be the best in the world and be capable of breaking world records. I mean, that was, that never, ever came into the mindset. Mind never, going. ever, ever. Um, and as you can imagine, when you're 17, 18, you know, to think that you potentially could be the best on the planet at anything at anything really would just throw your mind so at no real stage did I think that I oh this is going to be a job I'm going to make this a job it was more of I'm having a great time this is amazing and look at the people chucking all this money at me well I'll have it kit everything you need yeah you know it was you know I wanted in the winter months for example when it started to go a little bit chilly um, remember I told you I was soft I, I, I would talk to my federation talk to my coach and say do you mind if I go down to Australia for two months? And they'd be like, yeah, go on, off you go. So it's those kind of freedoms that yeah. my sport gave me. And it it gave me really the, the chance to be, you know, enjoy the, I guess, the university of the world, isn't it? University of mm. life. I think mm. that's what it also allowed me to do. Great yeah. experience for anybody young. Absolutely. And I... So growing up, this is where I get to the point where I know your voice very well, because I watched (laughs) you so much when I was growing up. And I sort of in in the sort of 90s, early 90s to mid 90s, I suppose. Would you agree that was sort of your heyday of athletics? Yeah. Um, I was like hugely into athletics at that point. Not anymore. But I still sort (laughs) of think, you know, I I could do it. I can't. (laughs) Um, And um, I, I used to, you know, the Olympics, you know, I saw you watch your uh, win your your mm. silver medal. Um, I I just I just followed you. You were like one of my heroes. Oh, um, thank you. And I wanted to know, as a bit of a fangirl, yeah. your when you had so obviously you had the world record for 110 meter hurdles and yeah. 60 meter hurdles, uh-huh. which still stands. Right? The, the, the 60, 60 meter. was just broke, but it's oh. not been ratified yet. So wait, wait. So oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Still yours, Colin. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but the 110 meter hurdles, I think that stood for, I'm, you know, this is me reading, doing my research, but it stood for over a decade. Yeah. Mm. So did you at that point, because I just know if it was me, I'd be watching every single race, like thinking, <laughs> is somebody going to break my record? Or You're so it? competitive, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, I mean, many people really said this to me as well. I've asked that kind of question. How do I, how do I feel? How do you feel? Yeah. Do you know, I'm going to make it really simple. It was like my personal best. So every race mm. I wanted to do was improve my personal improve, best. Yeah. It was like, okay, so it's the world record. Great. Fantastic. But honestly, 
it's my best performance and every single race I wanted to improve my best performance. And then sometimes when you, you feel a little bit down, you know, you'd look at the notice board and you'd see your name there in light saying that you're the world record holder. And that'd be something that you'd need to, to just lift your morale a little bit. But at no stage did I ever fear that um, my world record was, was going to go while I was competing because I felt I was dominant enough in my field to be, mm -hmm. well, if anybody breaks a world record, well, I'm looking around. I think it's going to be me because I'm kind of the leader of the pack. Yeah. And and that's a lovely feeling. I yeah, must admit. I when, when, when you, <laughs> you were, up, honestly, yeah. you were just amazing. It was like a sure thing yeah. for me. I'm like, yeah. he's got this, you know, <laughs> there's no other person in the field that's going to beat him. And that must have, that must have felt amazing. But I'm, I'm sure there's sort of tough times as well when you're, they, they must have felt like there was a lot of pressure on on you yeah. did you feel that did you yeah yeah, yeah. it was tiring as, as well person. i mean it was it was great at the first you know the first 10 15 20 races and you're unbeaten and then people start saying oh you've been unbeaten for so many races now and then you think oh right okay mm. and you know not every day you feel amazing not every no. day you feel truly motivated to to go out there and commit to it you know some days it and that's you know Lily, when you mentioned it about being a job, it was at that stage, I think, when that expectation is and you're not feeling it, and mm. but you've been paid to do a performance at the very highest level. And, you know, you're like, oh, God, I'm really tired now, but I've got to try and lift myself to, 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 to try and win. And, you know, every single competition, people are counting how many races you've won now, how many races have you run now? Mm. And, and, and it does get a little bit, yeah, yeah, tiring and, and the pressure you feel. And, and that does knock a little bit of the enjoyment out of it because they've changed the, the goal a little bit. You know, they changed yeah, the dimensions yeah. of your performance. And yeah, that was a little bit like, oh, I'm tired no, of this. <laughs> it's so true. And I, and I remember, like, I've only just recently, and I talk about it quite a lot on the podcast, so our listeners will know, about, like, my running journey. And mm. I've become so fixated on numbers and stats. And you don't want yourself to become a statistic. You just want to be having goals that you can be and just enjoy the journey as it goes and a lot of people have had to keep reminding me that because otherwise you just become obsessed with it don't you you do and obsession is not always great um you know you've got to have that real sense of of balance i always say obsession is good until it starts to affect your social life so when yeah. you put your social life way out of kilter mm -hmm. for your obsession then i think it becomes a little bit dangerous so yeah. you know you want to keep remember right at the beginnings of our chat i mentioned it being fun yeah, yeah. you kept your playfulness. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah. to keep that in you. And, and, I, and I say that for whatever you do, whatever you do yeah. in life, try and make a little bit of fun in it because you'll stay more committed to it as well if you're having a good time. Yeah, and I agree with you about the whole social thing or just just about living life and having that enjoyment from little things. Like, don't cut that enjoyment out if it's something that you love mm. um, and it's not a bad thing. Yes. It's like, you know, find it's finding balance, isn't it, across everything. And I'm sure many of our members can sort of relate to this across, you know, the wellness journey. Anybody yeah. that wants to get healthy, anybody mm. that wants to lose weight, anybody that wants to, you know, that just wants to live a healthy life. Um, mm. It's like 
don't don't take it too far to the point where you're no longer living you are you're not enjoying what you're doing yeah and I think I suffered a little bit of that I don't know um you you may know to heard of I did a panorama documentary of eating disorders in sport mm-hmm. and I got a little bit obsessed with my eating um in that sense because I was worried about putting on weight because if I put on you know four grams oh no four grams it means I'm not going to run as fast as I can today and wow. blah, blah 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 and all those type of things play into your psyche and it's so and I I just wish I could go back in time get a a younger body back (laughs) (laughs) take my head that I have now which is far wiser than it was when when I was 26 that's for sure yeah put that mindset on that 26-year-old body and trust me I would have absolutely flown I may have been a world record owner (laughs) (laughs) but no all seriously i think what would have happened was the journey would have been better my whole adventure would have been more exciting and yeah more fun and not saying it wasn't fun it was even more fun because i wouldn't have tied up my mind with other issues which i really shouldn't have and having that eating disorder in that sense where you're always worrying about what you're eating and how you're eating etc etc it took it took sometimes a little bit of the fun again off it of the edge of it so the key thing is is not to go over the top with anything because i was training like a madman what was the chance of me putting on two grams i most probably had like a litre and a half of water or something like that you know the next day exactly (laughs) but you know it plays on your mind so um i think yeah i think it is again it's just making that fine balance definitely and you've clearly bounced back and you're full of life and excitement for (laughs) sport and life and living and you know as well as all of these accolades and successes you've had through your career you are now an everyone active ambassador um so for anyone listening that doesn't know ww have now partnered with everyone active um who run leisure centers and gyms across england and wales and we have offers on where if you are a ww member uh, you can get 25% on an Everyone Active membership, which is amazing if you want to start your fitness journey or increase it, start a gym situation if maybe you, you didn't do that through lockdown, for example. And then on the other side, um, if you're an Everyone Active member and maybe want to take advantage of learning about mindset and nutrition and, you know, just living a happier lifestyle, you can get your first month three on WW, which is amazing. Um, so hopefully, you know, that creates that full package for people that, like you said, Colin, maybe you didn't have uh, back when you were younger. So what what do you think about Everyone Active's goals within this partnership? Well, you know, I, I, first of all, I was... People who know me will know that I take things really seriously when I'm linking my name to anything. Mm -hmm. And when I met the Everyone Active team back in the day, a long, long, long time ago there... I um I met them at a centre, one of the centres first of all, you know, so it wasn't like they connected with me in that sense. I went to 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 see one of their centres, and they were amazing. They got the essence of what I was all about when it came to community sport and looking after people who mm-hmm. want to go on an adventure, who want to go on a journey, who want to have a, a lifestyle of health and fitness that can be a long lasting lifestyle of health and fitness. 
So as yeah. soon as I heard this, and, and they they weren't preaching this to me, that's it. I could just see from the staff that were running that particular centre, from the top dogs of Everyone Actor, hearing what they were saying and, how, and, and what their passions were about the business. And it wasn't just a business. It was about right, linking with the right people, making things right, people who are going to tell the story in a positive way. And so when I was then invited to come on full time with them, I was so excited because I thought, you know what? We both get the messages. Mm -hmm. So when I heard about your collaboration as well with uh, <laughs> WW then, I was so excited because I thought, do you know what? That's potentially one of the things I've been missing mm -hmm. because you need that real fulfillment you mentioned that whole um, mindfulness where you have the you create picture, the whole it? picture a holistic picture of things so you can have the physical activity in great facilities and then when you need to have that balance of well I need to be a little bit more educated on potentially what food groups are, are right mm -hmm. or if I just need that helping hand yeah. through this journey because we all know when you go on particular diets in that sense sometimes you, you, you've got to understand you are allowed to fall on the wayside a little bit, but you need yeah. the people around you that's just going to give you that lift to, to just to knock you back online. Just and I think you. this is it's great. It's just, just little reminders, isn't it? Just yeah. To, and yeah. guidance. It's guidance. It's guidance. As to, it's to guidance. where, you know, what's, what's healthy, healthy choices, um, how to live a healthy lifestyle, like you say, in a holistic way. Yeah. And, and also know... having you guys there on, on tap, it's... It, 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 it kind of tells people you're not on that journey on your own. Yeah. And that shared experience is one of the things that make life work. That's mm -hmm. the reason why so many mass participation races that take on those events work. Yeah. Because people love that joining, the unity of Commun the shared, yeah, that shared moment. And I think this is, which is great about um, working with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And I know from a community perspective as well, I mean, I think, that's probably Sam's most used word on the podcast is about community because <laughs> it is so important. But yeah. I know yeah. with our um, WW workshops reopening now as lockdown is easing, which is all very good news, we will be opening some in the Everyone Active locations as well, which again just adds to that finding your tribe, you know, finding people that maybe have some similar goals to you um, and, and all be there at the same time to talk through and guide each other, which is great. I can remember it's those rainy day moments where you feel like you haven't quite got it, but you know there are four or five people waiting for you or four or five people who are ready to just lift you through particular things, which you then all of a sudden go, bingo, I got to go. I got to make the effort. And again, again, you say that hand holding is so important through when you're trying and increasing your, your journey on your lifestyle of health and fitness yeah, and well-being. It is that rainy day. And I know that I, I'm always better at turning up for something if there is someone waiting for definitely. me there. You know, yeah. it's definitely like you with your, your dad, your running dad coach, Lily. Yeah. And or PTs in the gym. Like PT, you just want that yeah. help in hand. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. I need to find, um, I need to look into where my closest um, everyone active gym is. Because I can imagine going to a workshop and then going into the gym with someone. Yes, like, that would exactly. be very cool. You will find a gym buddy as well. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll get a gym buddy yeah. who makes Absolutely. me go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then I get some sort of nutritional advice and advice on how to eat healthily and live healthily at the same time. Perfect, perfect marriage. And I guess, Colin, for you, fitness is still a huge part of your life and your program. So, how did the gyms being closed for the last basically year kind of affect you? 
Yeah, it was it was scary first of all because <laughs> I I I. I I never ever thought that I'd have to spend so much time exercising at home. Okay, yeah. that's the yeah. first thing. I never <laughs> ever ever. So first of all, it was to find the right classes that are available to you. And this is one of the other great things that happened with everyone active in that sense. They reacted very quickly to the lockdown. So they got some of their best PTs to get online and share training basically online, oh, you know, good. and that again is something that's really important because you get that kind of feel that you're, you're with somebody. So I was yeah. doing both yoga classes, stretch classes, Pilates classes, you know, all these things to, to keep myself active because I know one of the most important things and I'll chuck it in and as I, I I'll put my hand over my mouth, I said this as a 54 year old man. Oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, but as a 50... never. I'm not looking at that at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> All the audio oh. listeners, because we don't do video, can't see how much you're glowing right now. I'm a you, Colin. But, you know, I realise flexibility and mobility is one of the, the key things in, in keeping me feeling good. So that's why I did a, a lot of Pilates classes, which would work my core and my yoga classes to help me stretch a little bit more and hold positions more and have... Um, and just give me a time to think. And then the, the stretch classes, again, those are things that are really important. And then I was working out with some of the dumbbells that I have at home. And I say, and all these things you could find online, you know, and I was lucky enough because I know the Everyone Active team. And yeah. they were like, have you checked our line? Oh, yes. Boom. There it is. And then it just gives you those choices and flexibilities throughout throughout that whole lockdown period. And I managed to to get through it quite well. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Looking forward to the gyms opening again here in Wales, though. We got another two yeah, weeks. Yeah, you've got a bit more time, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> And I yeah. guess I'm really glad you said about stretch and yoga because every episode Sam makes a pact that she's going to start stretching properly. And maybe now that you've told her to do it, she will start do doing it. I'm <laughs> going to do it now. Sam, seriously, I mean, stretching is one of the most important things. And I know, you know. even as an athlete, I, I, I mentor and I coach athletes as yeah. well and they hate stretching. And yeah. I keep and I show them, you know, how flexible I still are. And I say to them, you know, I shouldn't be more flexible than you. You're supposed to be the world class performers. Yeah. And you, you know, I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, but one of the key things they always say in yoga is that you're as old as your spine. Oh, interesting. Right. Yeah. So think of that. So keep that nice and, you know, keep it nice and flexible. That's yeah. fine. And it means that you'll be quite youthful. I was, Joe. You know, I was, I was truly into yoga at one point. And when uh, my yoga teacher um, decided to move on to, to better things, he actually started working with a charity, which is amazing. Um, I I was like, what am I going to do? And I totally fell off the, the bandwagon, you know, the, the yoga bandwagon. And, um, and since then, I've never gone back. But I tell you what, I felt so good when I was doing it. It's so mm. flexible. And like you say, you don't get those, but you don't get those aches and pains. You don't... Um, and it is you know that that saying is true you're as old as your spine it's um it's definitely i'm feeling pretty old right now so you need to <laughs> honestly do working something from about home it. i think sitting at a desk all day has definitely aged us um it is tough it is tough i mean one of the things i always tell lots of uh, of corporations that i kind of work alongside with is just give your staff five minutes an hour just to get up and move and just get yeah. away from it. And if a phone call comes through or whatever, is the, do you know what? They'll call back. Yeah. If, if they've gone away for five minutes just to get up. And if you think about that through the 
day, mm-hmm. how many... You mean that if they went out for a walk, a general walk for five minutes, if you're working an eight-hour day, that's a 40-minute walk you've just knocked in there without even thinking about it. Yeah. So, exactly. you know, it can just help people's mindset, their feeling, yes. um, and, of course, their, their body, because you, you, you've moved every every well, 55 minutes so yeah yeah we talk yeah. about this a lot at work don't we we do some walking meetings mm, and yeah. you know not not everybody will do it but you can just you don't need to be on zoom this is the other thing yeah. we're, all, we're all zoomed out yeah. so we might be on the phone which is weird yeah. um, but, but, it's, um, but it's good you can still get stuff done and have a walk absolutely. and and get some fresh air absolutely absolutely and I thoroughly enjoy that I think that's one of the aspects I did enjoy during lockdown as well was was going out and seeing my community instead yeah. of me just whipping past things in the yeah. car all yeah. of a sudden it's just like oh yeah I forgot this was here yeah. actually where I live is really nice yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you appreciated. I, I certainly did. I appreciated it, everything that was was uh, around me. Um, it was hard as well, a little bit, because it was quite scary at the beginning. Because I remember when I was going out for some of my walks, and when people were walking towards me, I would take such a massive, massive gap between. You know, yeah. I'd literally swerve myself across the road to to avoid people. You know, yeah. and I would always be masked and everything like that as well. So. I think as we've kind of got used to lockdown, we've we've been able to manage it better. So you kind of understand it a little bit more, what we can do, what we can't do, what we exactly. should do, what we shouldn't do. You yeah. know, the vaccination side of things as well. So yeah. I think things are, are picking up. And I'm hoping that this is going to spur people's mental wellness as well. That they, exactly. they, they, they see that there's a finish line because that's yeah. always important as well. Exactly. And like you say, with the masks and like steering, giving people a wide berth, the anxiety was truly yeah. there with it because it yeah. was the unknown wasn't it at the beginning and I do feel like as our world starts to open up and we said this last week take it easy on yourself but actually really enjoy starting to feel that anxiety Um, some people are going to get anxiety from the world opening up and from you know starting to do new things but actually try and think about it in a different way as we know the situation now we know what's happening um it seems like it's under control this is where we start to ease ourselves back into to the world and um and i think you just have to have a bit of faith now don't you that everything will will be okay yeah um to, yeah. in order to sort of stay calm about it yeah i think it's such an unusual thing for us uh, and for our generation to have to have have to go through because we're not used to trauma we're definitely not used to trauma especially in the western world you know you know there's not too many wars that's happened close by so we don't have to worry about things like that you know 24 hours shopping blah 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 blah. everything's on our beck and call at any particular moment so when everything kind of shut down on us uh, and you weren't allowed to see your friends your family members of course Mm -hmm. it was and it wasn't something that we gradually eased our way from it was like that's it stop now and yeah. so i guess yeah. it, I, I totally understand how it made people very anxious and unsure of the world and and how long was this gonna last i mean yeah. i was i was the same um i remember the first time i left wales was to do the dancer and ice audition in june yeah and i literally was having a panic attack and i generally mean this as mm-hmm. i crossed the bridge i was thinking what am I doing? Am I doing the right thing going now? And, you know, because I, I may meet people that um, have this virus and blah, 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 yeah. and blah, blah. I was totally anxious totally just driving across the bridge yeah. from, from South Wales into England. And I was driving on my own and, you know, my heart was pulsing. And I thought to myself, come on, you've got to pull yourself together. 
you yeah. have to pull yourself together because I was I didn't think it was going to happen to me. No, that that's kind the thing. of it I didn't. Takes you unaware. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. absolutely did. So you know, you start to have empathy with people who, who truly struggle through this moment, mm-hmm. because if you've been one of the ones that they've told to, you know, really lock in, and mm-hmm. um, goodness gracious, they must be petrified coming out into this world now. Absolutely yeah. petrified. So I hope they find, you know, we, we talk about our tribe, our community, our, our people that they can help them along the way and advise them really, because that's important. Definitely. Absolutely. And I think one thing as well that a lot of people have been talking about is how either through lockdown they've managed to find new hobbies and new interests to like fill that gap that they might have had. And then for other people, it's a case of, right, I've been locked up for a year. I really want to go and take advantage and start a new hobby. Um, and you just brought up Dancing on Ice, which we yeah. wanted to talk to you about. That yeah. That's obviously a very different sport <laughs> to anything you've done before. And I could probably ask you a million questions on it because it, it just baffles me that people can do that on ice. I am holding on to the side like I can't do anything. But uh, you cracked that, you know, you did great with that. So are there any new skills that you want to learn now? Oh, goodness gracious. Do you know what? I would, I mean, this, this is really funny when I say this because, well, actually, you may not find it funny, but I would swap, right, every single element of, element of my athleticism um, for uh, be able to sing. Oh, wow. I'd love to be able to sing. That'd well, you're be Welsh, you should be able to sing. Oh, yeah, What's no, going I, on? I just went straight to sport. I ignored the music <laughs> lessons. But I'd love to be able to sing. That's a huge skill, I think, in itself. To have your own voice as a, as a true yeah. instrument is just amazing. And, you know, I mean, we all have our favourite singers and, and it's it's something about the, the human voice that attracts you. It can give you calmness. It can send you, you know, it can give you motivation. It can inspire you. It's yeah. an incredible tool to, to have. I mean... You, oh, I always think, I think, God, I wonder what Mariah Carey sings in a shower. Oh, what does she say? <laughs> you know, what, what do they all do? What, when you've got incredible, what does Adele You're do in the Mariah shower? you Mariah Carey notes. You know you've, you know, you've done pretty well. Yeah, exactly. That's an oh, aspiration yeah. right I there. wasn't going mid-level. I'm going up the top here. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Don't do anything by halves. Yeah, straight to the top. But yeah, I think that would be great to do. But skill factor now, I don't know really. I think... On the physical side of stuff, I think I'm pretty happy. I've upskilled on so many things. You know, I did strictly come dancing, so I learned to dance as well. And then now to learn to ice skate and, and, and dance on the ice it was just phenomenal. I think yeah. for me now, generally, I am truly quite content. I, you most probably can gather that, but I'm pretty happy with myself. And so life is, is okay. And I think it's continuing along this um, level of everything so mm-hmm. level of, of general motivation general aspiration general fitness my lifestyle has that real balance I'm a decent cook so I can you know I can build my my, my nutrition values I know how um, I to fuel myself I know how my brain needs to work mm-hmm. so if I mm-hmm. need to do a, a specific thing how much food I need to eat etc so I, I, I kind of got that all right and I would just like to continue it literally as long as I possibly could I mean yeah it'd be great just to keep it all the way yeah yeah like that and what is your like vice or favorite dish because I know Sam is a massive foodie and always loves to ask people about that and I know (laughs) um through uh dancing on ice you were quite 
into wine gums. Like... <laughs> I've always been into wine gums, Lily. I can't even, they were always my downfall. <laughs> yeah, it was my downfall. I mean, if you'd have told me that when I was racing, if you had, um, if you went on your marks and then someone shook a bag of wine gums, my attention would have went straight to the wine gums. I forgot the hurdles straight away. So dancing, when I was so physical, it was great to have that experience of, of having to have the opportunity to eat a few more calories than I would normally yeah. have had. So, yeah, that was was great. But I am a, a decent, like, cook anyway. So, um, what I, 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 that sounds odd, was I, I can literally cook anything. So, generally... I love it. I have a, <laughs> a, I have a mix. coming on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I have a real <laughs> mix, really. Um, and, and I do how I feel. So, like, this morning, I just had a, a basic smoothie. So I had strawberries, I had banana, I had chia seeds, I had oats. Um, I had protein powder uh, in it. And, and that just fills me up fills quite up. a lot because it's pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lunchtime, I know already I'm going to have a warm chicken salad um, because that's what I want. Nice. <laughs> so I will definitely be having that. And for dinner, I don't know as yet. Um, most probably something, some rice, but something based with rice more than anything else. Yeah. So I may do like a savoury rice or or something. I'll have a look in the fridge, see what I've got for, for, for dinner. But yeah, I tend to eat those type of foods. And, and because I'm, I'm comfortable in the kitchen, I think mm-hmm. lots of people, like if you went up the street, my sister lives only up the road and, my sister hates cooking, right. so she can't think. So she, she you know, she wouldn't. It's an actual thing, you know. Yeah. It's a thing, and some yeah. people who are really sort of comfortable in the kitchen are experimenting and throwing things in, and sometimes yeah. you know those can be like your best meal ever. Yeah. Other people um, can't necessarily do that. Yeah, she generally just can't think yeah. about stuff. So yeah. she will say, and, and she'll ring me and say to me, "What temperature does this go on?" And, and you know, <laughs> literally, that's, that's how she's literally going through stuff. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm I love just, it. Yeah. Oh, let, let me just check. Oh, I've sent you it. I've sent you it. Have a look. This is like this or this is like this. And because she lives so close as well, yeah. sometimes she'll just send her nephew down to pick up the food. To pick up food. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I love it. This is my aim in life. I want to live near my sister so I can just go around to hers to eat. Even though I do love cooking. Yeah. Does that yeah. cooking change at the weekend or is it, does it pretty much stay the same? Do you sort of, because I know a lot of people sort of eat certain things during the week and then Friday comes and it's a bit more of a, you know, a heavier night, maybe a treat night or... Um, I, because I don't cut out any particular food groups at all. Um, And for me, it's all about portion sizing Mm because I just think we basically overeat anyway. I think Mm -hmm. that that's one of the problems we have, you know, and it doesn't help that our big food manufacturers put things in big containers. And, you know, being human means you just scoff it because that's what you do. I mean, it's not it's not something that you should be annoyed with yourself at. It's just being human, you know. So what you've got to do is kind of flip that and go the other side and go, right. What do I need to do? Now, let's check these food um, amounts properly. Let's eat accurate um, food groups. Uh, and, the, and the amount, portion size, is always, it was crucial. Yes. And then you can get away literally with, with anything or everything. And then you don't feel like you've missed out on anything. No, um, exactly. So yeah, it's like you I say, it's balance, key. isn't balance. it, across all food yeah. groups yes. um, and portion size. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we can talk about this till 
the cows come home, oh, can't yeah, we, Lily? Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, it's everything WW is about. It's about balance. Yeah, um, and getting that really yeah. across to people and let them truly understand. But it's about, I said this to people on so many occasions, it's about truly educating yourself. Yeah. And once you get that, your self-education, and then you can apply it. The key thing is always is consistent application, consistent application that will make the magic work, yeah. you know, and consistent is are. consistent. Planning. Don't go two weeks and go, well, I haven't done anything in two weeks. You know, I mean, people will go to the gym and think they're running on the treadmill yeah. for two weeks and go, oh, my legs ache. And I, why am I not as fast as Paula Radcliffe? You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, really so it's like it's like with everything when it comes to lifestyle in that sense is yeah. to make sure that you have that balance of your lifestyle and understand your body takes time to ease into things and once mm-hmm. your body's eased into something then you have that nice equilibrium and you will find the right balance the body is an an amazing piece of machinery yeah we have to respect it and treat and it like it. the true prize possession it is and you know, people would treat a Lamborghini better than they would treat their own body. That's and true. you can Very replace true. a Lamborghini. The body's far more difficult to replace, yet we mm-hmm. abuse it so much. Mm-hmm. So we've got to assist it in so many ways we possibly can. So, you know, the exercising is great, but link that with good nutrition and you've got a fighting start for most things. Yeah. Exactly. And you, you literally just answered the next question I was going to have, which is around, you know, what advice you'd give to any of our listeners that are maybe looking for that motivation or looking for a fresh start. And I think, like you say, it's all about the consistency. It, it's about being personalized to what you need and what your body needs. Because, again, all our bodies are different, aren't they? Mm. And mm-hmm. different people might need a different amount of food to fuel the kind of exercises they're doing. And, again, that's another reason why WW partnering with Everyone Active is such a great coupling because we can then give all of the guidance on that. And I think that's one thing, especially with social media, that people really struggle with, and I'm bad for it, is the comparison of oh, no. others. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's one of the things I always say, please don't compare with anybody apart from yourself. Yeah. That's the only person you need to compare with. Everybody's body is different. You know, every bit of machinery is different. You know, I mean, why would... I always say to people, like, this is, uh, 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 you, you'll get a little bit more about me. I say, look in the mirror. Do you look like anybody else? No. Well, there you go. Yeah. And I think <laughs> that's, that's we've talked about it before. That can be a barrier for some people going to yeah. a gym because you think everyone's looking at you or you, yeah. you, you're not using this piece of machinery right or you're, you, you know, I look too big running on this running machine yeah. next to... Um, this really fit looking person next to me, that person is concentrating on themselves. Yeah. yeah. You need to concentrate on yourself. Or that person is having the same thoughts as you. Oh yeah. And everyone just oh, yeah. needs to concentrate on themselves. It's yeah. you that's important and yes. not anybody else. That is one of the most important things in that sense. And choice is the devil. I always say people that, you know, when you compare it and you have that sense of choice, when you think, oh, 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 oh it really gets the wrong side of you because you end up comparing yourself to... And comparing yourself when it, it, there's no need to compare yourself. I mean, uh, someone gave me... Um, an anthropologist friend of mine, actually, she was talking to me about the human nature and the, and the human conditioning. And they said about this social media thing, you know, if you, you feel really great about exercise and if you're in a village back in the day and you run a marathon in six hours, but you ran that marathon 
your village will be patting you on the back and be so proud of you. Yeah. And the positive endorphins that you would get from there would be amazing. Then what would happen is you would go nowadays, you go online and you see six hours for a marathon and think, oh, well, that's not that good, is it? So-and-so's done it quicker than that. So-and-so's done it quicker than that. So-and-so. And it smashes you down yeah. straight away. And it has the complete opposite effect than what it should have. Yeah. So, you know, the real... I mean, I'm not saying don't compare yourself 100% with anything in that sense. We live... We, you've got to be sensible. And be yeah. inspired by we other got people. To, you, you can That's be inspired. It, absolutely. And that aspiration and, and inspiration that you're getting is what could motivate you. Yeah. But do not take it to extreme, you know, and where you think that that's the place to be. No, mm-hmm. the place is where you are and where you feel comfortable. And do not ever, ever, ever bash your head um, about anything when it comes yeah. to, to yourself. Please, you know, I, I've, I've learned that lesson. Like I said, mm-hmm. I'd like to have gone back to <laughs> being 26 with this yeah. mindset. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when you have that real opportunity, understand and appreciate every single thing you do when it comes to your health and fitness, you and you alone get the benefit. So why compare yourself with somebody else when they ain't getting the benefit of your comparison? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> All of that is just, yeah. If, if you've heard Lily, it from Colin. Yeah, I'm listening. You've, yeah, I think all of our listeners are going to feel so inspired by this chat. And I yeah. think me and Sam could literally sit and talk to you all day, all day. because <laughs> you are a legend and you're so fun to talk to. And I'm trying to think now how else we can get you in the office and do some like <laughs> stretching classes with us or oh, some easy. kind of Love motivation <laughs> well oh, catch no. me at one of the everyone active centers i'll be at yep. one or two of them soon enough yeah yeah find okay. colin that find, might be the task find find colin. which center is he in <laughs> oh well no thank you so much for your time today colin it's been amazing yes, and you. just to remind everyone again that if you are an Everyone Active member and you want to join WW, you can currently get one month free when you sign up. And if you are a WW member, you can get 25% off your Everyone Active membership. So yeah. get started. Fresh starts. And Everyone Active are currently in England and Wales. Yes. There you go. Yeah. But, and we'll, we'll be doing our WW workshops from there uh, very soon. So keep an eye out for that. And maybe we'll find Colin there. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, well, have an amazing day. And thank you, you everyone, for listening. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.